What are you doing in one hour? Drizzly, you're getting your favorite beer, wine, and spirits delivered right to your door from Drizzly. Drizzly is the most convenient way to buy beer, wine, and spirits with delivery to your doorstep in under 60 minutes. Right now, Drizzly is giving new customers $5 off their first order with code FAST5. Go download the Drizzly app or go to drizzly.com. That's D-R-I-Z-L-Y.com. And use promo code FAST5 for $5 off your first order. Guys, who's ready? Me. Okay, Elliot, you're ready. Yeah. Forchy, are you I'm ready? I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> Elliot, we're ready. We're ready and we're steady and we're, as you say, as loose as spaghetti. I all the time say that. <laughs> this this young uh, upstart cherub. Uh, upstart. There's a lot of words for her. There's adjectives for her and mm-hmm. now. Definitely upstart. Yeah, is one upstart of them. is ready. But you know what? Mm. Before we start up with the upstart, <laughs> it's going to be a big day of segways. Oh, okay. Boy. I've been really thinking about it. I love segways. Yeah. Oh, you're, oh, you're then, in for a treat. Then. This is this is going to be a segue party. Elliot. Yeah. Introduce the show. Well, I'm loose as spaghetti and ready. Okay. To do it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, uh, let's see, what from my list, what should I pick? Ladies and gentlemen, lead singers and backup vocalists, welcome oh. to another episode of Day Drinking with Gary and Elliot. I am your host, Elliot Blake. Sitting across from me is my equa host, Gary Anthony Williams. Oh, you sing beautifully. I was feeling like a backup singer, but I was taking my moment in the spotlight. Oh, oh okay. Yep. Uh, as backup singers are wont to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, Elliot, I am your equa host, but there is no equal to the young lady sitting to my left. The she's, one I'm pointing at feverishly. She's right a real now. upstart. She's a real upstart. Uh, let me tell them how the show works, uh-huh. and then we got to get her on the mic immediately. Well, I think introduce her and then tell everybody how the show is works. Is that how you want to do it? I think that's the way we should do it. Here we go, All ladies right. and gentlemen. The young upstart <laughs> with the full grown heart. Yes. Fortune Feimster. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Uh Now, I said you have a full-grown heart. To be honest, I haven't seen any of your x-rays or any of your sonograms. As far as I know, it's full-grown. I'm sure it's slow, though. I think I have a slow heartbeat. Well, I see you hike. I see you. I go hiking a lot, Elliot. Yes. Well, L.A. hiking. Yeah. We we walk up a hill. We walk up a hill. It's It's not. It's not like you need hiking boots. You don't need hiking boots? I've never hiked here in L.A. with hiking boots. No. You I know, saw some people today with the hiking boots on. And on they on the canyon rid- we hike on? Yeah, and they look ridiculous. They got it. <laughs> they do you, laugh at you don't even yes. need You don't need water or a sweat towel. Oh, I need front. water. Oh, oh, I, I need water. I need water. Next time I see you, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to go there today. And I'm going to be drinking water the I, I, whole time. I'm going to knock it out of your hand. If I see you get out of your car with water, I'll knock it out of your hand. But it's good for you. You got to hydrate. We'll talk about that during the show. Okay. That's, that's a bunch of bull. All right. That's a bunch of bull. I, I, I have some thoughts on we this. We have a lot. Of, oh, there's a lot. We're already digging deep. I, I oh, didn't yeah. think it was going to get this contentious. Oh, it, it's getting there. I have never been so pissed off. Anymore. I am more <laughs> angry now than I have ever been in my life. And with that, hi. <laughs> hi, Gary. Here's how it's going to work. Okay. We are going to... Have my dear friend, Elliot Blake, yes. create cocktails okay. from a book that he wrote himself oh, called Create 100 Cocktails, A Home Bar Guy's Deep Dive 
into the art of cocktail creation. Gotcha. You can get it on Amazon. You can get it on Gumroad if you want the digital thing. Yeah, I love it's that. It's up to you. All it's right. up to you. You, you. you get all the choices, which are two. Yeah. Either Amazon, <laughs> Gumroad. There are yep. no more choices. There you go. Nope. He's going to do that. Okay. And while he's making that drink, during, mm-hmm. maybe a little bit before and after, we're going to chit. And we're going to? Chat yeah. immediately. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Elliot. Uh-huh. Now, this young fortune, I asked I asked her what she wanted to drink. You did. I, I just came right out with it. Hey, you Forch, didn't beat around the bush. I, did, I, I beat it around no bushes. Right. And you know why people beat around bushes? To scare the rats out. Mm. I always thought it was snakes. No, I say rats, and here's why. Mm-hmm. Rats spelled backwards is star, uh-huh. and there's no greater star than this one. <laughs> I, did, I did not see that one coming. Snakes spelled backwards is E-cans. E, of course. Being me. Be, yes, 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 Elliot cans. And I cans make a drink. You shows can, cans. Yes, you cans. Yeah. Forchie, what did you tell me when I said... Uh, un- it's, I, it's a very uncool answer. No, it's not. To me, it it's, is. Okay. Um, <laughs> I told Gary, I yep. said, I'd love to do your podcast, yep. but just FYI. Uh-huh. That I, means frequently for- you're informed. Mm. <laughs> sure it does. I said, uh, I'm on a thing called the Whole30 right now. It's for 30 days. It's no sugar, dairy, gluten, processed foods, and no alcohol. Now, how long have you been on this Whole30? I'm on day 17. So if we had waited 14 more days. I would have been drinking one of these Elliott cocktails. But now instead you're going to. I'm going to drink water, the thing that you don't want me to hike with. Well. Here's the thing about that water. That's a Native American water. Mm. Oh, That's sure. Arrowhead. Arrowhead. Yeah. Made from, I think I think they get it. I know it's, I think it's the burial grounds. I think it's the Chippewa oh, no. burial grounds they drink. <laughs> I think it is. I think they drink I'm the water I'm drinking spirits? I think so. I don't think so, Arrowhead's going to sponsor us anymore now. You don't think so? I don't think they Other sponsored spirits. us to begin with. Because their water secrets are out. Because their water secrets are out, yeah. <laughs> so, Elliot. Uh, yep. That's what she is going to have. But she did tell me that normally you would be drinking something like a... Like an old-fashioned. I an love old an old-fashioned. Fashion. Ja- what did you say? Jack ja- and... I like Jack... Usually people drink Jack and Ginger. Yep. I like Jack and Sprite. Yeah. All right. Well, I... Jack, Gary told me that. Jack and Sprite. Yeah. And I came up I came up with something that's kind of a variation on that, uh, which is uh, bourbon. Uh-huh. And uh, instead of Sprite, we're going to kind of make... Sprite with velvet falernum, which oh. is which oh. is this stuff. I've never heard is, of this. Okay, made it's from a, real a product. Velvet. It's a product of Barbados. Okay, um, it says it on the label. That's how oh. I know. Um, it's it's a uh, it's a liqueur that's got lime and clove and ginger and uh, I'm trying to remember what else is in there. But uh, it's really it's it's fantastic. And yeah. it's, it goes great with rum and it goes real you know tequila. I mean it's it's a nice it's a nice modifier for your drink. Okay. So we're gonna use that for the lime component of the of the sprite, and mm-hmm. then we're gonna just use some lemon juice for the lemon okay. component. Mm-hmm. And then so we're gonna make limon. Uh huh. And, <laughs> and that's right. And, and right. And then we're gonna add some uh, sparkling water. And then Great. there you go. And so, uh, and, and then, then you're gonna then, add a what a, a jack to it? A bur- it some it's type just of gonna bourbon? be bourbon. It's gonna be some bullet bourbon. Oh, bullet! Oh, I like bullet, bullet, bur- bullet bourbon. I like bullet. It's like a good. It's a good, it's a good affordable bourbon. It is. It is. And I, I, it's a staple in my bar because it's great. I mean, I like it just drinking it straight, but it's really good for cocktails. I find. Mm-hmm. So, and how about breakfast? Is it one of the breakfast bourbons that you'd have with a pancake? I, I have had it. 
for our breakfast in a pancake. Okay. In a pancake shape. Uh, I, can't I don't even wait, know what that means. I can't wait for Fortune to have to sit and watch us drink <laughs> this delicious alcohol. I'm so jealous. Right, but before, before I get into this, I am curious about this whole 30 thing. So okay. you listed all the things that you cannot have. Right. What does that leave for you to it's eat? Essentially, I mean, the point is to be eating whole foods. Mm-hmm. So it's like meat, fish, vegetables, fruit. Nuts. Plenty of stuff to eat. Just, yeah, you're, you're never just, hungry. Just natural. Natural not, food. Yeah, just as low process as possible. Yeah, like not, it, if you go, look, you have to read a lot of labels. If uh-huh. anything has like 12 things on the label, you can't have it. If no, it's no. got like four. Well, can't you just eat the first four things out of it? I wish. <laughs> That's what I'd do. There's a lot of things I want to be eating right now. I'd get some glasses, high-powered glasses, and just dig out the stuff out of that that, that I that I can eat. There you go. I'm a scientist when it comes to food. Oh, sure. I'm a food scientist. I did it last year. This is my second time doing it. It works. Last year, I lost 30 pounds. And, uh, and, and I, well, I lost 18 during the month and then 30 over the year. Mm -hmm. So I was able to maintain it. But then the holidays came, and then we were traveling a lot, and I put on eight back. Mm-hmm. We're still not too bad. No, you're still winning. So we're just uh, really, so you're still you know, 20, 20. Well, now I've lost pounds. the eight again you're back. on the second time. You're back to your leg I'm, wrestling I'm weight. I'm back. <laughs> yes. Are you a good leg wrestler? I um, would guess I, I would was. think you are. I have long, strong legs. You seem like a lady <laughs> that could kick your way out of a situation. Yeah, it, yeah. My legs are the only fit part of my body. I will tell you that. Um, I'm sorry. I'm, if I hope I'm not disturbing you from making your drink. Uh, I, no, I was going to say, shall I? Shall I uh, get to it? Yeah, man. Yeah, I, make I, that I drink. feel. I kind of feel bad. I no, don't. I, I don't. Because I think you guys have a way of describing the drink in a way that yeah. will make me appreciate yeah. what it tastes like. All right. Yeah. Well, uh, I'm going to get to it. Godspeed, my friend. Oh, you know, I didn't say, I, I said what was in it. Uh-huh. I didn't say the name of it. What is the name? Because this one's not in my book. Oh. This was a new one. That you created. That I created. For this? Ooh. For this, because yep. of what you, like, because okay. of the yeah. Jack and Sprite okay. thing. And I All thought, right. well, I don't have anything that's quite like that in the uh-huh. book, so let me come up with something new. And nice. I want to do something easy because the whole idea behind the book is that these are drinks you can make at home. There's nothing yeah. too highfalutin in any. Uh, yeah. You know, in any Everybody's in got any velvet for learning. Them <laughs> around. Not everybody. You know what? It's not available everywhere. But you in finer liquor stores, you can get it. Yeah. I'm sick. You can't swing a, a very sick cat without hitting a, bo- oh. a bottle of. You you can make your own velvet for learning. I don't have time. You can't. Okay, but everybody but, else. But I need the general you. There are okay. plenty of recipes out there for making your own Someone velvet flour. This it. one, so I, I named this drink. Yeah. Uh, Fortune favors the highball. Oh, oh rock on! So, so, when so when I'll a send new this book. It you're better in be there. in there. Yeah. Yeah, you'll be in there. And every time people drink one of those, Mm. they owe you like 50. So we'll send you home with this, and then in 14 days you can make one. I can't wait. Okay. Yahoo! All right, I'm going to get to it. While I make the drink, you guys chit. Immediately Immediately follow it by a chat. Okay, Okay. we will do. Hey, let's chit, Forge. Let's chit. Uh, You're on this 30 30 days, $30, whatever it's called. Whole 30. Uh, I, I appreciate that living. Thank you. The strong legs thing. So you knew me when I used to weigh what my whole life weight had always been, which mm-hmm. is like anywhere between 350, 370 pounds. Yeah. My legs are strong as hell. Yeah. Like I could go to the, um, 
the gymnasium. You I, know those places. I know those. Uh, and I could bench, leg press, everything on those machines, and yeah. then I would add weight to it. Yeah. And then after I lost weight, I still went there, and I could still do it. Yeah. I haven't been back since it's been like four years now right. i hadn't been back to see if i still have those incredibly strong legs i imagine that you do it's weird how bodies are built like that because i i'm a big girl yeah. and i have the and a lot of my weight goes to my stomach but i have always had super muscular there's yeah. not any fat on my legs i have plenty of fat but it <laughs> it, it surrounds some amazing muscle oh yeah well yeah. i mean i have thick thigh these thighs are thick <laughs> but my actual calves are gorgeous just look up a picture. Now, if, if there are any calf pictures out there on the internet, <laughs> do you have just a site of like calf? I'm sure there's somewhere that has calf pictures. <laughs> uh, now, I know I was watching an Oprah one time and they were talking about like if you get, it's one of those never let them take you to the second location right. kind of things. Mm -hmm. And it was talking about like kicking out a car window yeah. to kick it out. You're never supposed to kick towards the center. Oh, okay. Kick towards the sides. That's the weak side. Oh, of the that's good to know. So you, but you and those strong legs. In case you could I'm ever kick, kidnapped. But you could probably kick through the the metal door. Probably. <laughs> those legs are yours. How has your journey been going with the? Uh, I mean, you've kept your this yeah, weight I just, off. I just stopped eating all that stuff. The yeah. only my only sin really is alcohol. Yeah. Um. I, st I just stop. No bread, no rice. It's basically the same thing. Yeah. I don't add sugar to anything. Uh-huh. Uh, and once I stopped doing that, then that's it. It made me yeah. pissed at first. Really? Uh, I yeah, was just saying, angry. Yeah, it made me angry. <laughs> uh -huh. I was saying carbs carbs are the things that keep us from beating our children. That's what I thought. Because <laughs> uh -huh. fat people rarely hit their kids. Yeah. They're just the skinny. They're everyone's. eating. Yeah, they're, they're just eating. eating. They're uh -huh. happy and they're eating. Yeah. Do you want to get, I mean, you're kind of known as fortune and you look like fortune. Do I don't want to. No, I don't. Because you'll end up looking like, uh, like, like a Britney Spears. Like a supermodel, Like yes. Britney Spears. She's got no, strong No, I'm not legs. trying to get, like, I'm going to be a thicker, bigger girl my mm -hmm. whole life. I'm, mm -hmm. uh, I'm not trying to get, you know, slim down to some rail, thin woman. That's just not going to happen, mm -hmm. and it's not in my genetic makeup. But um, I just, I, honestly, I, I'm not even more concerned about the pounds. It's more just trying to be healthier. Yeah. I just, you know, as I'm getting older, it's about just trying to live longer yeah. and healthier, and it's not as much about the scale. Yeah. I think we should make a pact today that we we will never die. Oh, okay. You guys want to lock pinkies and make a... Oh, yeah. You oh, yeah. And I, oh, yeah. Here we go. Okay, there we go. You and I... Oh, you got to lock with... Uh, oh, 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 yeah, yeah, lock. Yeah, yeah. You and I will never die. die. I love it. All right. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, it has oh, been spoken. I'm going to... And I'm going to test it, too. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Yes, it's not going to... I don't want this to be some hollow crap that I'm saying you're on gonna a Sunday. You're going to go skydiving? I'm going to skydive. Oh, I am going to do that before the year. Oh, okay. Uh, if, if you're my insurer... In the life insurance company, I'm making a joke now. Yeah. But I'm not making a joke. I am going to do that, but I'm going to do other stuff. Mm -hmm. I'm going to just get in the middle of Ventura Boulevard. Oh. In the dark. No. Wearing all black. That's not great. And nothing reflective. <laughs> and just see. 
Let's test this. Uh, we locked pinkies. Test this happen. pinky theory. Uh, we're not going to sit here all day talking about your whole 30, but I do want to say this about you. Okay. I see you walking almost every time I go. I'm, many times I've gone we, hiking. Yes. I see you over there. You've got your dogs. Yep. And you got that water. I, I got that water. I know you think you need it. I love water. Let me just say this. Okay. You've been eating a lot of vegetables and whatnot lately. Yeah. Vegetables have a lot of water. Oh, what do you have against water? Well, my dad was not a water man. Yeah. You know, it's like, I, here's what I think. I think if your dad wore a t-shirt yeah. underneath the dress clothes, then you're probably going to wear a t-shirt. Gotcha. My dad wasn't a water man. I don't think my branch of the family gets very thirsty. So, so you're not a water man. I don't get that thirsty. All right. As someone who has uh, suffered with dehydration twice in his life. Uh-huh. I am totally in favor of carrying the water with you everywhere. There you go. Uh, I, I, look, I, I see it. I see a, a lot of people. A real line has been crossed. <laughs> well, Gary, I don't know that we can bridge this gap. I think we can. Okay. I think we got I to. think we did. I, I mean, think we just did. Because we, are, we already established we're all going to live forever. Oh, yeah. yeah. We don't want to live forever angry no. with each other oh, no. about water. The ice is about to get smashed. I'm going to bash. This drink gets served yeah. on some cracked ice because yeah. it's a highball. So I'm going to crack the hell out of this ice. Give it to I'm it. Right highball. Give it. Ooh. 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 <laughs> Man, that is some ice cracking. Oh. Crackalackin'. Oh, look at that crackalackin'. Uh, Elliot was uh, earlier familiarizing himself with your comedy. Yes. And he I looked, laughed and I laughed. It All may, night. Yeah. It literally may have taken him, <laughs> well, it was well under a minute that yeah. he goes, oh my God. <laughs> yeah. That's kind of how it was. Like, it's kind of how it was. It was like literally, it was like, holy shit. Yeah. How like I am? I'm embarrassed to say this, yeah. but I like I'm not great with uh, you know knowing who everybody who, is, right. who does you know stand up yeah. uh, comedy and uh, and so I uh, before Gary had mentioned you I had not heard of you and I wanted to which again I feel terrible no but, I, but, but I'm assuming you're no, following not. well there's yeah, plenty of people who following. have no idea but I, I I'm assuming you have not heard of me so it's in that regard we're, right we're we're, we're, we're on equal we're on, yeah we're on footing. E exactly but my god I was just like I I like okay I'm like an instant fan oh thank so, you yeah funny, I appreciate funny, funny. that it's it is because your style is what you don't see a lot it is so Laid back. Mm -hmm. It's just so laid back and inviting. No matter what you're talking about, it's so laid back and inviting. Mm -hmm. You are a funny lady. Thanks, Fortune. You're Jerry. just a, a funny bunny. I appreciate that. Can we say that on you TV? Can, you sure can. Did you start doing stand-up? Was that your first? Because I met you actually doing improv At the improv Groundlings, comedy. yeah. I started at the Groundlings. I mean, I did... Um, oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, I did theater in college. But I really sucked at it. I, w I had terrible <laughs> stage fright. And wow. and they didn't do comedy. It was all like really weird, obscure plays. And so it just wasn't wasn't my thing, you know? I and, was, wh and where was that? Uh, it was at my college. In, I went to school in Raleigh, North Carolina. Oh, yeah. Uh, it was called Peace College. Very tiny women's college. And ro like for all tiny women in there. <laughs> yes, tiny. You and those calves so, must have frightened <laughs> those little gays. <laughs> Uh, that's Raleigh is around where Mount Airy and Mayberry. Yeah, uh, from uh, the Andy Griffith right, show. Right, right. Yeah, because they, they talked about Raleigh a lot. And I get, I don't Andy know. Griffith yeah, show. it's not too far. I are think, you trying to there. hide? Are you trying to hide <laughs> the fact that you're <laughs> near Mount Airy? Yeah. 
Um, I never have been to Mount Airy. I'm ashamed to say. I finally have something over you. You do, finally. I finally have been looking this whole time. I was like, Elliot, if I can get her on this show, Mm -hmm. I'm going to prove that in some way, I'm better than fortune. It was what he was talking about before you got here. It's yeah. Like, how am I going to prove it? What am I going to somehow And you, and you yeah. did it early, I don't have the early on. Hand. I got it early on, so now I can just breathe. Yeah. So you went to a, a so, school with a really tiny woman in Raleigh. Yeah, I was not good in theater. I mostly ended up doing um, the sound for the plays. Uh, <laughs> they were like, you can go to the sound booth. I'd be like, cool, cool, cool. Um, but when I moved to L.A., I... Moved here for a job, and what I... What was the job? Uh, I, well, long story short, I the commencement speaker at my college was a, an actress in L.A., and we hit it off, and she ended up hiring me as her assistant. Oh, so really? I came out here to work for her, so I didn't come out here with the dream of being a comedian or an actor. I really didn't know what... I, I was going to do, be doing. I just came out for a life experience. Oh, my, oh wow. Yeah, so, to, but two you years... You came out to be an assistant for someone else. Yeah, yeah and uh, I was a terrible assistant. Um, but two years into living here, I was like, oh, man, it's so... I had no friends. I had, like, one friend. I had made one friend in two years. And I was like, I got to make friends. And so I started taking the the fun classes at the groundlings uh-huh. to to meet people those are, the, are they uh, you were, wow I don't, or something i, I, don't, like know, um, I don't know um no they were like um i don't know if they still do them but it was like workshop a or something workshop okay, b okay and, and like anybody can go in and just yeah, take those anyone. classes yeah anyone it's okay. not the school okay. uh and so i started with that do you want a glass with some some fizzy water she in needs, it. Sure, and some ice yeah. Let's, let's, I feel let's do that because I was gonna cheer. That yeah, drink her looks like that drink bottle. looks so good. I can't wait to. You want to smell it at least? Yeah, let me smell it. See, because you might smell it and go, oh, no, I, that smells. I would never drink that. That smells like maybe I'll have a sip of yours. <laughs> we, I don't want to break you here. Today. I know, but it smells like right up my alley. Okay, then I will let you have a sip. Um, and uh, so yeah, the. The you ground, went to take the fun classes there. The, yeah, and then the, a lot of the teachers that I had encouraged me to keep going, and it quickly became a passion, and yeah. I loved it. And then it was two years after starting at the Growlings that I started doing stand-up, because and I had no idea you, what I was doing. That's, now I Thank better. you, so yes. Uh, cheers, Elliot. Cheers. To the, the drink is called... Fortune favors the highball. Fortune favors the... Oh, I want you to take a sip of mine first. All right. Don't tell anyone. No, no, no. Nobody's oh. going to hear it. By the time this comes out, your 30 yeah, will be over. Yeah. Mm, that tastes good. It's very um, like refreshing. It's mm-hmm. a refreshing cocktail. Yeah. It's good for day drinking. Mm-hmm. It's a nice it's a long drink. I like that yeah. one. I would make that one. It's like a lemonade. Uh-huh. There's a little pineapple-y kind of hint to it, I, I find. Like, if I had a pineapple spear, it would be... It'll be a great garnish for this, but I don't have well, a pineapple. Well, fortune spirit. favors the pineapple. I favor it. Oh, okay. My lady would like a drink like that. That's, Where's your lady now? She's at home. Now, are you guys married or are you just we are engaged. heavily dating? We are heavily engaged. <laughs> You're uh, heavily engaged? <laughs> we got engaged like over a year ago, but we're just taking our time. Okay. But, but, but you've, we, been, we, you've been together for a little bit, almost right? Almost four years. Okay. Yeah. In L.A., you're already we're married, pra- really. We're common it's, law. Yeah, it's common law. Yeah. yeah. Very common. We're, we'll probably get married sometime next year. I don't I don't have to be at the wedding. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. But can I? Sure. <laughs> yes. We, we don't even know what we're doing. We keep... 
going back and forth. We don't want a traditional wedding, so it's not going to be. We do know that it won't be like uh, you know walking down an aisle mm-hmm. doing vows. Mm-hmm. We might get married at the courthouse or at in our backyard and then just have like a party at just some point. something simple yeah. maybe with some friends around yeah so oh, sounds nice um yeah so we'll yeah. see or we could end up going somewhere we have no idea we go back and forth constantly you know let me and elliot you're take a, care of the area this is one of, this is one of the many services that we offer here <laughs> yeah. on day drinking yeah. i want to have it in your pool that's fine we're gonna get married in your pool it's a very it's actually a really deep pool it's it, Whoever lived here, there's no way they use that pool. No that way. Much. It takes up most of the yard. It does. It's, it, a, it's, big just, one. it's a big ridiculous Yeah, well, we're going to get married in it. Uh, so you started doing the improv classes, then two years later, yeah. you went to stand up. And about what year was that? That would have been 2007. So, I, so you've only been doing stand up for like 12 years? Yeah. Um, wow. Yeah, so I. So. I kind of hit the ground running when I started improv because I did those fun classes and then like I think maybe six months later started the school mm-hmm. and back then it was a lot harder to get stage time at the Groundlings. Like nowadays they have a lot of you know yeah extra shows. Extra and shows. Stuff, they did not have that when I started. It mm-hmm. was like the only people they got to perform were the Sunday Company or the main company, and I mm-hmm. just was like, well, how are we? supposed to get better like you have to put it into practice you have mm-hmm. to be in front of an audience so i started my own improv group and sketch group and we performed in like the back of bars all over la and put on our own sketch shows wow. so i was getting a lot of experience early mm-hmm. on with shows mm-hmm. um and then someone came to my one of our sketch shows and said you know are you do you do stand up and i was like no i i don't they're like you have a very specific point of view i'm really surprised and i was like it just seems really scary to me and they're like just just do it just try it and they suggested i take a class Mm -hmm. so i took i took a class i took a six-week class you took a six-week stand-up class yeah (laughs) and at the end of it you get to perform at the comedy store like five minutes Uh and if if it did anything it got me on stage and showed me like yeah. you can do it. It's not as scary as it seems. And how did it go? You think that 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 performance? Well, anytime there's a class aspect to a performance, it's a more supportive environment because mm-hmm. the the show is mainly for your the friends of the people in the class. Yeah. So everyone there uh, <laughs> wants you to <laughs> succeed. So it's different from a regular stand-up show where they're like, prove it. Prove to me you're funny. They're more there like, you did it. But do you think, like looking back over the material, those five mm-hmm. minutes that you did then, do you think it was good stuff? I The material itself was worthless, but <laughs> I, I saw that I could do it, and yeah. I saw that I had a connection with the audience, Yeah, and it helped me see that there was a future yeah. In it. But I didn't know how to like I didn't know how to craft a joke really. I knew I could entertain people. Yeah. But it it, it takes practice to really really hone material. Yeah. The, the the first time I saw you perform, we were doing a show together, but you were on stage before I was ever on stage with you. 
And I, I seriously, I hadn't seen the kind of energy that you were putting out. Mm-hmm. It was just a totally different thing. Yeah. It was a, and that's what that person Which saw who came to see your stand up. A lot of people didn't know what to do with it though. Yeah, I'm sure. In the beginning, <laughs> a lot of people were like, "I just don't get it. I don't see it." Because it is a, it's a laid, it's a it's laid, back. laid back, but with warmth, you know, and. And, it's very uh, inviting, yeah. though. Yeah. That's the thing. That was what I got. Like, yeah. It's so right away. freaking real. I just try to, like, I don't know. Improv is funny to me because I'm not that person with, like, tons of information. But then I'll say, like, a weird sentence. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like I'll add like, a thing. Yeah. But I'm not the one setting up the yeah. scenes, you yeah. know? So Yeah, but you fill in all of the spaces. I, you know what I mean? I guess everyone kind of has their place in that. and. Yeah. I, I would say with stand up, I was kind of forced to. I had a couple opportunities that made me sort of jump the line, I guess, as you would call it. Because, you know, a lot of people were like, you're not a real stand up. You say black people are like that? <laughs> no. What'd you what? say? What did I say? I thought I said you said black people are like, you're I, not a real stand up. No, I didn't hear that. Okay. No. <laughs> you know, I'll, I'll rewind this. I'll find out. I said I had a couple experiences that helped me jump the line uh-huh. in stand up. Because they say you're not a real stand-up. Oh, until a like, lot of people a lot are of like, people, I bet it was, yeah. I, thought, I thought it was black Yeah, people. they say that you're not a real stand-up until <laughs> I was going like, to you're call just up, hearing things. I, no, I was going to call up the black people yeah, and, and was, tell them to apologize I got, I got to you. <laughs> I was going to tell them. Yeah, I know, you got nervous. Like, <laughs> like, I don't know. You're like, black people say what? And I'm like, huh? <laughs> <laughs> so you say, cross so, the line. So, um... A lot of people are saying you, a lot of people, not black people, just but a lot of people, people are like, you're not a real stand-up. No, not me. In in general, in when general, they're saying that, right. They're saying you need like 15 years under your belt before uh-huh. you're considered like a real stand-up. And um, I had a really, the, the person I took a class with had a show every Sunday night at the comedy store in the belly room. And he said, if you do the music for the show... Uh, I you'll you can get ten minutes every Sunday, and as a like a brand new stand up in L A, that's almost unheard that's, of. That's crazy. So I was able to build a ton of material in a year that no one else was able to build at just like as a brand new stand up. Ton of material and that that uh, familiarity yeah. in front of the audience doing that. Thing. Yeah, so that helped me grow really fast. I ended up becoming a paid regular at the comedy store within two and a half years. Oh, wow. Very fast. Yeah. And then after that two and a half years, I did Last Comic Standing. And I I think I ended up doing four episodes. And I went from brand new stand-up, I've never opened for anyone, never hosted, to I've done Last Comic Standing. Now I'm being hired as a headliner. So I, which was good and bad in that I didn't get to, I didn't get to, go on the road with anyone and learn from them. Yeah. I didn't I didn't get to build my material more in that way. I was just sort of thrown into the lion's den where it was like I went from having 15 minutes to like I got to entertain people for like at the minimum 45 minutes and it was so scary that first two years probably. I was just like is that fake it till you make it kind of thing. Oh, and yeah, that's right. where improv came in handy because I would talk to the audience a lot. So, but and you ask had question. You, you, how long did it take you to go from fifteen minutes worth of material you're ready to go to that forty five to like a good forty five yeah. minutes that you felt that comfortable f- the with? First year of headlining was rough. I did, it was a lot of college shows, which is rougher. Um, I would say maybe about a year and a half mm. after starting headlining, I but built it up to about 
45, but it did involve crowd work yeah. and like, where, where do you work? It made me have a, a rapport with the audience in that way. And then finally, uh, I'd say once I hit 2012, mm-hmm. I had a pretty solid set. Do you prefer the stand up over the improv now or which? I do stand up more because it's more lucrative. No doubt. Yeah, nobody's getting rich. You don't really get paid for improv. Nobody's getting rich off of improv. I mean, you've gotten paid plenty for improv. I get paid, but I don't get rich off of it. I've never really gotten paid for improv. Uh, I do stand up because it's when I'm, I'm only right for certain acting projects because I am a very specific type. So it's very nice to have stand up pay Uh the bills. Yeah. Um, So I've been on tour pretty consistently. I mean, I've been touring since. Uh, every year since 2010, I've never not Jesus. toured. Wow! Um, but, you really hit it hard and uh-huh. fast. Yeah, I just was very motivated, very <laughs> ambitious to get better and to, I don't know, just make a living mm-hmm. doing this mm-hmm. and um, just to, I don't know, see where it would go. And this last year, I've been touring a ton because I haven't been acting as much. Uh, but I'm in the process of trying to sell a new an hour special, so that's why I've been touring like this. So when you try to sell that, do you go? You, have you already? I'm you, gonna you try to have sell your material it. I have ready. the material. You're just trying to... I'm just wrapping up the last like ten percent of it, and then I'm gonna showcase it in May to potential people. Very cool. Yeah. Uh, so. You write your own material, mm-hmm. obviously. I mean, some Which is some hard, comics do the hardest hire part. writers. They do, and I mean, I've had friends. Uh, I do writing sessions occasionally with friends, and mm-hmm. they'll help me punch up things, and I'll give them some punches. Uh, These are all with other stand-ups. Yeah, other stand-ups. Um, I would love to have a team of like you know some people have like a team of like six people. Yeah. I would love that, but I am not yeah. that. I I don't have those resources. And, you know, you, usually the people doing that have really succeeded and they're busy because yeah, they're doing they like a million things. So yeah. they need to really hire people. Um, but listen, I will have no shame yeah. <laughs> doing that <laughs> if it ever comes to that point. But you do get paid. You get paid for some writing. You've, you've yeah, done a writing project. Yeah, I've been developing a lot this last year, too. So mm-hmm. that's a lot of behind the scenes stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, I sold two movies to Amblin. Uh, wow. Are they have they are they in production pre production? They or? are. One got sold a little over a year and a half ago, and it's going through one final little rewrite, and it'll get a yay or nay in like a month. Are you doing the rewrite, or is um, they have someone else is doing there? the rewrite? We did one of the rewrite. I mean, we wrote it and then did one of the rewrites, and now someone's doing another. You know, rewrite on the rewrite. It's a lot of. Mm-hmm. moving parts to a movie that I never knew existed. Hollywood. Yeah. Yeah. And then we sold, because we had sold them um, a script, uh, they bought a pitch from us in October. So we just turned in that draft about a month ago, and we just got the green light, not of the film, but the green light to do a rewrite. Everything's got, everything yeah. goes through many rewrites, so it's a journey. Yeah. And then I sold a non-scripted show that we're waiting to hear about um, where I would travel around the world playing in other countries' game shows. And I <laughs> love that freaking yeah. idea. That's, uh, that is that's really great. Great. It was fun. We filmed the pilot in Brazil where I oh. played in a, I played in a, their, one of their biggest game shows live. 
It, it, like 18 million people watch it live. It's crazy. <laughs> oh my God. So it was That's super fun. Fu- who, where, what, we sold it to True TV. Um, nice. So they're just seeing. They're doing it, some funny stuff. At they TV. are. It's it's like one of those things where it's not enough to just have a funny show or a funny yeah. idea. It has. They have to have space. They have to have it fit with other things. It has yeah. to go with their brand. So. You know, that's the tough part about development is that you can have like eight of ten things perfect. But if those two, if it doesn't fit their style, if it doesn't fit their programming, it's, you know, anything can happen. So I try to keep throwing stuff out there until stuff sticks, you know. You had a a pilot, Mm -hmm. Family Fortune. Yes. Right. Which you were in. I was in. Um, But so you sold that pilot to those guys. I sold that one to that one was not through Amblin. Uh, we did Tina Fey's company was yeah the that's producers. right Tina Fey yeah yeah and then we sold it to ABC, and we shot that it was really a really fun multicam. But again, they did not. It was basically they were like we have room for one multicam, and <laughs> it wasn't mine. Wow! So you get, you get down to that kind of thing where they're just like, we really love it, and it tested really well. Yeah. We just don't have room for it, and, and then it's a no. So it, it comes down sometimes to luck. It's, you know, timing, yeah. luck. You can have a great show, and there's just no place for it. Kind of like with the, with the Groundlings. Like, you would come up and... Uh, in the Growlings, you get voted on when you're in Sunday Company every six months. But if you come to the end of your time and there's no room in the main company, that's yeah. the end of the road. So it's a lot of this business have many factors that have to come together for things to work out. It's a dumb business. It's a silly yeah. business. It's a dumb business. We're in a I've silly said business. It, I've said it before. Yeah. You're, and you were right again. before. It is so dumb. I mean, I love it, but it's yeah. dumb. Yeah, it's yeah. dumb. It well, is. Especially when you see some of the things that do make it yeah. on air, you're like, what? I don't, I don't, what am I doing yeah. wrong? Yeah. I don't understand. Why am I using talent? Yeah. I shouldn't be using talent. It's weird. So I, I learned from that experience because that was a tough know for me because it was called family fortune it was based yeah. on my life um i learned nothing is precious you just have yeah. to keep chugging along keep throwing projects ideas out there keep creating and just you know it's an it's a who knows kind of thing yeah. like maybe maybe this a thing that i'm like yeah we'll try this thing I'm not that passionate about maybe that's the thing that goes yeah. and this other thing where I, I think it's all lined up and everything seems right is like a hard no <laughs> yeah but you know on from from the not being you side mm-hmm. from being me or an Elliot seeing that you actually did get the chance to make that come because a lot of the pilots you would never even get that far yeah but they paid the money and mm-hmm. built sets for you. Yeah. And was... you had a sign outside where <laughs> nobody else could park. Yeah. That was, wow. it, that's, uh, yeah, because I sold a pilot two years before that that did not get made, and it was to ABC. Uh, so I've been through different levels of it. Yeah. And I've tried to sell pilots that no one bought. Um, but yeah, it that, that was a thing where it's like, in a way, you're getting further than most people will ever get. And then in another way, yeah. you're seeing what could have been, yeah. and it's that much harder yeah. to see it go away. Right. Because, uh, yeah, it was like Family Fortune was on it. Every production sign, every golf cart, every parking yeah. space, script. It was big. I yeah. mean, it was real. 
Yeah. I was so happy. I, I was pissed that you had a parking space. And my, I think I took a picture, Elliot. Yeah. I had one near her, but it was like somebody had handwritten, probably not even in Sharpie. Yeah. And the letters were all weird looking. Yeah. And she had a beautiful sign there. Yeah. And all she did was create the show. I know. I, I tell you. That you know, that's, cool. that's the real perk. Gary yeah. played That's the real perk, though. You create a show and you get to make it, you're going to get a nicely you get yeah. a nice sign. Gary played the principal. And I was a teacher, yeah. so you were technically the boss. It was fun. Yeah, it, it, was, it was super. It was a really fun week. Yeah, and you had a great set of people. Like, mm-hmm. as an actor walking into a show, you've done many TV shows. You yeah. never know. And it all starts from the top. Yeah. If the creator or the right head writer or the producer, if they're dicks, then yeah. it's kind of going to be a tense filled. Trickles dick. down. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But it was like was such a, a, a good. Vibe yeah, around there. Annie Potts played my mom. Yeah. Oh, John wow. Car- John Carroll Lynch played my dad. It was a staff. I mean, it felt like I was like pinching myself to be acting. It was great. Wasn't Red from, in that? Um, uh, Chris Red Chris played Red? my best friend. He's on SNL now. Uh, Lacey Chabert was my sister-in-law. Parker Young. He just booked a pilot. He played my brother. It was like a really fun cast. And yeah. and Tina Fey and Robert Carlock were so involved in the you you guys saw them at the tape night but they yeah. were always um on the phone before we even got to taping go they would go page by page and do punch-ups and wow. that you know you don't get that a lot from producers that's fantastic and then robert came the week of and was we when we would leave set we would go straight to the writer's room for another four to five hours wow. with robert and a bunch of those 30 rock writers help each other out still if any of them sell a pilot, they go to the tape week and do punch-ups for free for each other. Wow. So the, I was in a room basically full of 30. It was like a 30-rock room all week. Wow. And then um, Tina came tape day, and they were given tons of alts. And you just said, Yeah, I remember that. It was, that was yeah. fun, though. I remember them in the side doing their little whisper yeah. and then send you out another alt to do in yeah. the scene. Another and I line. just wanted wow. that experience to... Yeah. Out to live on, I was like, I like, when is this gonna happen? Like, getting all these, like, Tina Fey giving me joke alts, you know, that's pretty amazing. It was a really neat experience. It did now that you're talking about all the work that went into it, and then you'd finish, and then you'd Mm -hmm. go four more hours in the writer's room. I almost do think you deserve that sign. In the parking space. Oh, I'm starting. I to, I'm starting that. to get the idea that <laughs> yes. maybe you did a little more than show up uh, and wear different people's clothing. I mean, it. I it did make me see how having your own show is. Of course, it's the dream, but it is is a ton of work. It's work. And you wow. basically, for the run of that show, would have no life. Wow. So it's like a blessing and a curse. Uh, but the, I would have loved that opportunity now, to have no life. That's way different than if you just step in on somebody else's show. Yeah. Like a multicam oh, the show. Easiest it's the job easiest in the job. World. Isn't it? Yeah, it's the best. You go in at maybe nine or ten mm-hmm. and then you're done by like three o'clock. Yeah, it's the best. Yeah. But if you're a writer or creator, you are there and like every decision in the world that you don't even think it needs to be a decision, they're asking you all day. <laughs> Like the color of this, color of that. What's this trash can? You're like, what? Like things that you would never think mattered that you have to like, last names. They go like, uh, the, they go through like every last name you create for a character. They go through these databases. They're like, nope, not this one. You're like, 
trying to think of last names all day until you finally find that person that doesn't exist in the world. You'd think that with that database, they'd be able to tell you these names are okay. Yeah. But they a, only tell you which names you can't use. It's a process. So yeah. I, I learned a ton from that. I just yeah. wish I had gotten to do it more. You know you're going to, right? I hope so. You I'm, are. I'm trying to... I've got um, some things I'm hoping maybe we'll... Uh, uh, TV-wise, that will unfold in mm-hmm. the future. We'll see. Uh, Chelsea Lately. Yes. You were on there for quite a while. Yeah. Being funny. Being funny. <laughs> that was did my... You, how did you wind up there? Uh, so so after... So last comic standing was summer of 2010. That was my first TV anything. The last comic standing. Yeah. Was. And I had... Like ju- you hadn't done any like guest stuff on sitcoms? No, no like guest that? stuff. I had tested for SNL... Mm-hmm. Uh, I tested twice for them, um, two summers in a row, and uh, didn't get it. Obviously, um, that didn't want it. They gave it to you. You didn't. Yeah, want I said it. no, thank you. I, <laughs> I would. I don't want that. Um, so after last coming standing, six months later, uh, Chelsea's um, show was looking for a new writer, and my manager really was trying to get me to submit and I'm like I don't want to be a writer I'm I want to be a performer and she's like yeah but she puts her writers on television and I'm like Ugh. so I kind of like begr- I don't, I'm like uh. broke I don't know why I was <laughs> being picky I was like yeah I guess so so I submitted a package and not thinking it would ever lead to anything because they had like 300 submissions wow. and um I didn't hear anything for months, and then out of the blue, after Christmas, so two, it was January 2011, I got a call to meet with their producers. They came to the Groundlings to see me in the Sunday company, and then I had a meeting with Chelsea like a week later, and she got up, it was about 10 minutes with her, and she got up when I was like mid-sentence, and, I, and she excused herself, and I thought I blew it, that I she hated me. And they they hired me the next day. So, so guess, what was the what was that meeting like? Was it like a question answer interview kind of meeting, just, or was it like just funny si- people sizing you up? You know, like who's this person? What are they about? Is is this person gonna make me laugh? Uh-huh. Kind of. Chelsea hires people in a very different way than anyone. Everybody else. What do you would, mean? Every other people might have looked at someone's resume and said, "Oh, this person has written on this show, this show, this show." They're gonna be. Uh, what we need in the writers' room. She's just like, oh, you're kind of you're different. You make me laugh in a way that other people don't. I know you haven't written on anything, but there's something about you that is appealing to me. Ah, uh, let's do it. You know what I mean? Like, I like she's her. That's a, pretty nice. She's a person that would give people shots that other people were not giving shots to. So I'm very grateful because that was at a time in my career when no one. I couldn't even. I had just gotten a manager that like six months before, but I could not get representation for the longest time. Like agents were like, no managers were like, no commercial agents were like, no people just did not. I mean, Lauren Michaels, when I tested, they would tell me he was like, I don't know, but everybody else was like, come, you got to hire this person. Yeah. And, uh, so she was that person who kind of made everybody else be like, Oh yeah, we get her now. You just need that one person. With some that, sort of power opening the door for you. Is that irritating to you? <laughs> that 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 whole we get her now. Like yeah. it's not like you're like, oh man, she's so different. Yeah, I didn't change. Just, yeah, 
I think that's just the business, you know. Yeah. It's it's par for the course. And I've seen it happen to plenty of other. I've seen people who are huge now, like million Instagram followers, or like six years ago, people wouldn't give them the time of day, or like they were just like this person's the worst actor, actor in the you know <laughs> actress in the world, and now they're like selling out everywhere it just it's yeah. a weird business like that it is sometimes you just have to find your stride or find your opportunity and then you can really show people what you're yeah. made of and i feel like the talented people seem to live on continue on and others sort of fade away it just it's yeah it's interesting like that but it is good that you found that one person or that one person found you that mm-hmm. got you mm-hmm and believed in you enough to like come on yeah. come on my show and work with me every and day. And she saw it immediately. They put me on air I think within like 2 weeks. Wow. And uh and then she let me host the show a couple of times when she was yeah. uh away and I you know the people that had been there for a while I think were like what? <laughs> uh but she just was really we just had a very good rapport and I got her and she got me and we, you know, um, it worked out well. So I wrote, I wrote for her for that show for three years and was on the round table. I left uh, before the show, and then I did the round table for a year as not a writer. Mm-hmm. Um, I left to pursue acting full time. Uh, I got the opportunity to test for a Tina Fey pilot, which ended up leading to my pilot. Um, but I couldn't do both. I had mm-hmm. to choose. Uh, just because, you know, you can't be full-time at one job and be like, I'm going right. to go, you know, right. do pilots <laughs> and stuff. So I chose – it was a hard decision because you're like, I have a job, I have a steady paycheck, and it's good, I'm on TV, but this is my passion. And ultimately, I want to have I want to have a sitcom. I want to act. That's yeah. what, you know, what I love is performing. So I left the show to – test for the tina's pilot luckily i got the, i got it good because uh, i didn't i left without even knowing that i would get the job uh but sometimes you just have to bet on yourself you right know, on. and take risk and um so i did that tina fey pilot i stayed on at chelsea for like nine months till it ended as a panelist um and then that that pilot was supposed to get picked up. It was all set to go. Um, and then the president of Fox got fired. Oh. And as oh. another tricky thing with Hollywood mm. is that uh, <laughs> the new people that come in don't want to be responsible for the old president's picks. It, so every, they clean house. And our pilot was an unfortunate casualty. But that led to me pitching Tina my family fortune idea. So it all led to things eventually. Yeah. It's just you get these interim, these no's in the interim are tough, but the hope is that yeah. something comes out of it. And then when my pilot didn't get picked up, one of those 30 Rock writers who was helping punch it up wrote full time on the Mindy Project and suggested you me for that. For that. That's how you got yeah. on that show. Yeah. So it all, there's been a lot of no's. But they all lead somewhere. You know? I just like how finally that one person saw it, mm-hmm. and it took that one person to see it, and then now you're getting passed around like a hot plate on a <laughs> Sunday. That's right. Sunday dinner. Right. Yep. Yeah. Uh, out of all the things you're doing, you said you had a couple of you have a pitch thing, a pilot uh-huh. thing. You're about to do your 
you getting your stand-up special ready? Is yeah. there one that you cross the fingers on? I really, really, really want to shoot my movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, the one that we'll get an answer on in a month or so. Um, it'd be a big deal for me because it's I'd be one of the stars in the movie. And um, it's with Amblin, so Steven Spielberg would be uh, you know, a part of the team. And um, <laughs> he's, it, he's no slouch. Yeah, yeah right? he's done some things. Yeah, and it, I just want the experience of getting to shoot a movie I wrote, you know, I wrote it with my two writing partners and it would just be amazing to have that experience. So I, more than anything, I really hope that works out. But I also know I try to keep my expectations in check because movies, even more than television are tougher to get greenlit. So, and, and they can literally fall apart at any moment. I got cast uh, a year and a half ago for my first, uh, lead in a movie like I was going to be one of four leads in a movie <laughs> and the director was location scouting and they couldn't nail down that one ma- main main role and the whole project fell apart are you serious? Yeah. wow Life not that tough that you can't nail down I, it just that it ended up needing more rewrites than the time it was that everything was set and so it just if and that's the business and you gotta like sort of move move and flow yeah. with it and all these ups and downs. It's it's for people who are outside the business when they suddenly see something like say a Tiffany Haddish, mm-hmm. who like oh she came out of nowhere. I it's know, like, right? No, Tiffany's been grinding a long, mm-hmm. a long time. Well, Melissa McCarthy was on, um, what's that? Uh, oh. Why can't I think of that television show? Gilmore Girls. Yeah, she was like Gilmore Girls yeah. for eight years and people were like where did she come from right. and you're like oh, she's literally she on your television <laughs> for eight years and so it's it's crazy and you know sometimes people get their breaks and sometimes they don't yeah. but um i just keep hustling yeah it's, you are and i mean and in some some days i'll be like ah oh, i put my hands in too many things and if you feel a little spread thin sometimes, like like if I just concentrated on stand-up, maybe I'd be like one of the great stand-ups. <laughs> if I just concentrated on uh, acting, maybe I'd be one of the... But I, yeah. do, I try to do it all, and sometimes you succeed and but sometimes you I, don't. I think this business, you're better served doing all those gifts that you have. Like you have a proven writing record, mm-hmm. writing record now. You got that. You got a proven stand-up record. You've been on some TV now <laughs> and you. voiceover. You're doing I've voiceover too. I just too. started That's just started up in the last like year and a half. It's been really fun. Yeah. I know that's you're like the king of voiceover. I am not a king, but you, I am I'm do, the city comptroller of voiceover. No, I work I work doing voiceover. Yeah, it's really a fun world. I love it. It is. Yeah. And I, you get to use those other skills that yeah. you have. You get to use some Improv and some of the stuff. And I mean, just... I have a very specific voice, so I can only do certain things. But I do. A, I've gotten to do two Cartoon Network shows, um, Summer Camp Island. I've done a lot of those, like eleven, and then just two of the Craig of the Creek. Mm-hmm. And you said you, it's mostly your mostly your voice. And your... um, it isn't Craig of the Creek. It's exactly my voice. Uh, in Summer Camp Island, it's like uh, she does kind of a voice. It's she, my character. <laughs> what is it's she? all mo- uh, monsters and witches that oh, live fun. on an island. I gotta uh, watch it. It's, it's a really I, cute. They, I don't know why, but their first season they dumped all of the episodes in like one weekend, and but now they're doing a, another season and. Um, 
so I don't know. I, I don't know if they air them still, like, hmm. uh, but that's how they premiered it. Um, and yeah, my so I play one of the monsters. They're fun monsters, and fun, um, fun, sweet monsters. And I have kind of like a like fettuccine Alfredo kind of voice, or <laughs> like I'm really hungry. Well, some fettuccine Alfredo. <laughs> so it's a, kind of a silly voice. Oh, fun. Man. Um, and then, uh, yeah, so I, hopefully there will be some opportunities to do more of that kind of stuff. Now, in we are in a newer time. You and I, and Elliot also has lived in the South. Yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. yep. You have a fiancé. Mm-hmm. Have you gotten any pushback? Did you ever, after you got out here, on your sexual preferences in your relationships. Has it been easy, hard, mm-hmm. nothing? Is it just whatever is whatever? It's hard to compare because I don't have a pre-coming out career and a post-coming out career. Mm-hmm. Like Someone like Ellen could be like, oh, this right. is like my career before that. I um, I don't remember when I did Last Comic Standing being my first TV gig. I had to, I asked my manager, I was like, oh, do I, like, do I just come out like do i just i was out in the world but yeah. i'm like do i just say this uh-huh and she's like yeah just be you and yeah. so there was never i was never in like people never knew i was not gay you right. know yeah, so yeah. it's been part of my career since it started i'm sure there are roles that i haven't gotten because they're like i, I mean one recently i didn't get because they're like oh, we're not sure if she can is convincing as straight but i know that Given the opportunity, I'm. It's harder for me to convey it in an audition because, in general, I'm not great at auditions. Mm-hmm. But I know on set, if you put the right outfit on me, I can play straight. Uh-huh. It's just that I carry myself in a way that is a little more masculine. Uh-huh. You know, I'm gay when you see me, but I know I can play straight. But it's harder to convince other people mm-hmm. of that. Um, when most of the things they see me doing, I am playing a version of a gay, I'm a gay person. So it hurts me in that way, but I don't even say it hurts me. It's just that, um, you do get labeled as a certain thing and people just sort of think of you for that thing. Um, but that goes for anybody if you're known for a certain thing. Um, when I knew you, you were already who you are and, and mm -hmm. I, like I never knew, I never knew if there was an Ellen, like you just said, you know, Ellen lived one way in for right, the public, yeah. right. and then she was able to just finally go. Okay, here's who I am. Yeah. But it, when I saw you performing, you've always been the fortune that I know now. Yeah. Well, well, I think part a big part of my comedy and my standup is me. Like I'm telling yeah. personal stories. I'm I'm telling about my family, about my own life. So it's hard to not be me. I can't no. be the. I can't tell these stories about who I am and not be the full version of yeah, myself. Yeah. So, you know, um, I have been lucky that I've never gotten flack from people in my hometown or in the South. I think television also is a little bit of a loophole where they're like, sure. we don't know what we feel about gay people, <laughs> but we love that television show you're on. You know, so it's like everyone loves Ellen. Even yep. the people that don't really like yeah. gay people are yeah. like, yeah, but we love, love Ellen. Yeah. She dances. And, uh, <laughs> it gives, she does dance. It gives you some sort of weird pass, uh. you know. But there are times when I, I have toured in certain areas where I look over my shoulder a little bit more. Yeah. 
And there have been some cities where my fiance and I don't feel comfortable holding hands or showing affection. Yeah, because so you never exists. know. Yeah. You never know. And you can feel it pretty immediately yeah. when you get off a plane. <laughs> I was I was tricked by one of those experiences. Really? I was I was home yeah. I was home in uh, Fayetteville, Georgia, and mm-hmm. I went to um, I went to this. It used to be a park. Now they have a big um, uh, farmers market out there on a Sunday. And yeah. I went and I saw a thing for muscadines. Uh-huh. I was like, "Oh, muscadines! Uh, if you're not from the South, they're like wild grapes with really tough skins." Um, and there was a big old redneck dude with a big beard and overalls selling them. Mm-hmm. And I was like, how much for your muscadines? He's like, oh, we're about to close down, so hell, you can have them for $5. And it was like a huge bag of muscadines. Like, yeah. Great, great. And then he looks at me and goes, where are you from? I was like, oh, don't start, man. I was uh-huh. like, I'm, I'm from here originally. I live in L.A. now. Oh, you in California? Yeah. Man, I used to be out there. I went to uh-huh. What you doing out there? I'm an actor. You're an actor. Tim, come here. And he calls <laughs> this dude over uh-huh. who looks like I just mixed bread with myself yeah and he's like this guy's an actor do some shakespeare for oh, him oh god. my god and this redneck <laughs> motherfucker start doing shakespeare and i was like what is everything uh, oh i gosh. thought about this situation yeah. was a hundred percent wrong it was like okay i was not expecting that because you know, yeah. i was ready to fight the whole family yeah. i was, was like, expecting no. that they were demanding that you I do thought, shakespeare I for what, tim i thought that's no. what you yeah. were saying at first too i yeah. thought they were saying you do shakespeare nope. you're like really nope come on do some shakespeare tim yeah. came over and did some shakespeare for me i was like Damn. what did he do what from what uh, uh, from i what can't time? remember which piece he did because the whole time in my head i'm <laughs> i was thinking this is if this was in a tv show yeah they would have written you know it's just not was believable it, right, blah, blah, blah. Sure. yeah he was he was good he had a southern accent with yeah. it but his emoting <laughs> was good like i could not deny that this guy i love it it's like good. my school did a couple shakespeare plays and i just think it's hilarious when any southern a group of southern people are yeah. doing shakespeare You're uh, like come on what are we doing here uh, <laughs> uh forch gary kid i love you i love you bud you really Make me happy when I just see you walking with that stupid water in your hand. <laughs> uh, when we were just watching some of your stand-up, we were watching your Hooters bit. Oh, yeah. Oh, Here's what's That's funny. That's one of the OGs. Here's what's funny to me about that bit. Uh, when you, you you dress up in a Hooters outfit and you go over and you're going to take some guy's order and then they yeah. like, kick you away. Yeah, there's uh-huh. a thing where they kick you, like, yeah. like kick. Please watch this bit online, everybody. <laughs> it wasn't even the first kick. It was a second get away from me uh-huh. kick. It was that second <laughs> yeah. kick where they had already kicked you away. That that <laughs> detail of that second one. It was like, uh-huh. get a little get, further get away. Get out of here. Yeah. It was like, that's so good. You took your time with that whole thing, and then that second one was like, you know, very well very well. Oh, done. I'm glad you liked it. I don't even know what I have online anymore. Oh. I, well, it's all online. Oh, good. We'll yeah. never yeah. die and your stuff will never I go away from online. I cannot wait to oh. live in infamy. Is there uh anything coming up that we can catch you in right now or is there any place when Elliot, when hmm. will this episode 
Uh, about sometime in May. In May, will you be yeah. on the road in May? I'll be on the road in May. I'm always touring, so if people go to my website, fortunefemster.com, you can see if I'm coming to a city near you. I got a lot of yeah, I have a lot of shows coming up in May and June, and then I'm doing a. I had a bunch of guest stars that I filmed like a year ago. What are you that, doing? What, what's uh, I'm. Co- oh, wait I, a minute. I can help. I can help you. If yeah, you well, if they're you not all on um, IMD. I have, if they're uh, not all there, I'll make some of them up. Okay. Uh, that American Princess show is coming out on Lifetime. I'm gonna be in an episode of that. Okay. Um, I'm on an episode of Life in Pieces. It'll be they're doing a mid season thing coming out. Um, I think the, uh, the couple of the things I don't know when they're airing. There's some stuff There's that some it stuff. says like post production. What is Friendsgiving? Uh, you know Nicole Payone. Yeah, she wrote and directed a movie, uh, starring Kat Dennings, and it's called Friendsgiving. It says you play the fairy gay mother. I do, <laughs> and so that that was with Wanda Sykes and Margaret Cho, and I don't. Oh, I assume that might be coming out around thanksgiving and another one that says that you've completed is something called deported and you play tammy yeah that was a comedy that shot a little while ago but i don't maybe they don't know what's happening with it it's completed the good the good thing is it's done elliot that that is good now what now are there you said you were going to make some up let's make she also did claws with with uh, i love claws uh, Nisi uh, nash Nash. that was so fun uh i played her lawyer (laughs) <laughs> and oh, then, and everyone who comes on that show, if you're a woman, they put long clip clip on nails uh-huh. on you <laughs> that are all um <laughs> like like painted and I had like fancy. but I don't I obviously don't have long nails and I've never worn the clip on nails so it was impossible I could not I couldn't eat anything I couldn't you can't go to the bathroom because you can't like pull your pants down you, I had to help people have like hand me like a soda can like it was i don't know how women do it um with these long nails i guess they're used to them i think you gotta okay anybody out there with a baby daughter start practicing now just glue some nails on on them right now as babies so that they're ready by this they were beautiful they all their fake nails look amazing but that show was super. I was supposed to come back to do one more episode, but they saw it, you couldn't handle the nails. Well, They're no, like, they hired me to, at the very near the end of the season, and Nisi was like, "Oh, you gotta, you gotta come back," and and they were like, "Oh yeah," but it was the finale, so it was just oh, like, God. "How do we fit in a yeah. whole other thing?" You know? Yeah. So uh, maybe that, that's I don't in know, New maybe Orleans. You went down and shot. Um. Thing. Yeah. It, yeah. New Orleans. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe they'll think of something or maybe not well people need to jump on your imdb and see all of the stuff you've done dear white people champions oh you did nobody's the yeah yeah. i did two episodes or two or three with them champions was a show i did on nbc last year it got canceled after one season but it has been put on netflix as of a couple weeks ago and I keep getting tons of tweets about it, so I guess people are people watching watch it. it. But there's only the one season. Uh, that was a merely a partial list of all the crap you've got on there. Just I get a, around that fact that you get, you really do get around, <laughs> and you deserve it. You really are a sweetheart of a funny, laid back, great freaking energy person. Well, thank you. Thank you for being I, here. Thank you. Episode. I mm-hmm. hope you guys enjoyed your beverages. Oh my oh, yeah. god. I I've felt been enjoying like it the whole show. Yeah. I yeah. felt like you in my mouth. I was like, this is what it feels like. <laughs> 
to had, have the mouth of a fortune feaster. I had. I was in your mouth. Yes. Great. Yes. Right. I'm going to send you home with this recipe. Oh, awesome. So I'm pulling it out right now. Okay. Let the record to, show that I have handed it over. I just yeah. have um, to get some velvet falernum. Once yeah. again, you can't walk. <laughs> you won't be able to step across Ventura Boulevard. Without stepping on a few bottles. Stepping yeah. on bottles. Discarded bottles of empty velvet Fortune favors the highball, y'all. And, <laughs> yeah. You might want to add that y'all to the end. Yeah, you're right. the highball, I'm y'all. I'm doing it right now. Fortune favors the highball, y'all. <laughs> I am totally... That is going right on there. Oh, do, 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 that's a good do. one. And y'all include these recipes for other people? Well, yeah, they're, they're get, in your book. No, well, this but one's not this, in the book, but this, 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 but this will get posted uh, well, on the show notes and okay. on our Instagram. Well, there you go, you guys. All right, Elliot, what do you got for her? Uh, well, I got the ultimate question. You got to get The ultimate question. Yeah, where, can, uh, where can people find you on social media? Uh, Instagram is my name, Fortune Feimster. And that's spell... Uh, F-E-I-M-S-T-E-R. Fortune Feimster. Yeah. And then Twitter, Fortune Funny. And then, um, yeah, Facebook, all those fun places. And, and you're, you said you had a website? FortuneFeimster.com. Fortune Feimster. All right. Yeah. Very cool. And that has a lot of... All the stuff uh, that you want to know about me is on there. I dare anyone to Google you and hit videos and watch your stand-up and not laugh. Plus, you did Sarah... Sarah Sanders. Oh yeah. So did you crap did you get any crap from from the administration? Did you get any crap from, from I got Sarah clo- I got close to that. Um the the uh, the people have since asked me to do Sarah Huckabee Sanders and I say no. I only did it for Chelsea because I wasn't working for her then and uh, uh, doing it under the umbrella of Chelsea, Chelsea takes the flack, right. and I don't get as much of it because right. so, she and she's pretty fearless, so she's like, she can handle it, she can take it. I'm a little bit of a wuss, yeah. Where I'm like, oh god, I'm never gonna work again. I did a lot of videos, um, and I people loved them. I didn't get a lot of flack for those. The only one I got so much hate on was the very, ironically, the very last one I ever did, and it was when Chelsea's show was ending. Uh, where we did a makeup tutorial. And so it was a little bit more of a physical (laughs) joke. Uh All the rest was me just being ridiculous. People really did not like the physical jokes. Um, (laughs) uh, And her dad even talked about it on some news thing. And and people were, like, calling me names. I was like, whatever. You know, (laughs) like, whatever. But, um, they yeah, they were just, like, not happy about it. Yeah, yeah, and where we come from, from the South, like that—that's a huge base. Yeah, for, for the Trump administration. So yeah, that was probably a little. <laughs> so I basically like did a makeup. You know, her make her makeup kept evolving. Uh huh. To where it was like nothing, and then all of a sudden it was like these smoky eyes. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> and I, I was the first person to make fun of the makeup, and uh, so now and then it became a thing that everyone was making fun of. But no one had done it yet, and so people on the other side were very offended. And I basically it ended with me getting a paint roller and painting, <laughs> painting the makeup on my face. And um, uh, so anyway, but I was glad to step aside and not do that anymore because I'm not a political comedian. I'm yeah. not looking to ruffle feathers. I, it's better done on like an SNL somewhere where sure. you expect. 
or somebody satire. or somebody who that's that's their, what they that's that's their, their thing. Yeah, and I've had I had people try to hire me for conventions and political thing. I was like, I no, I don't want to go down yeah. that yeah. that road. Um, it was fun for Chelsea, and I did it for her, but I'm yeah. good. Yeah. <laughs> I'm good. Right so. And I just don't want to live my life where I'm like checking Twitter and it's people telling. Me, I'm a oh. piece of crap, you yep. know, and I'm an awful person. I'm like, I don't want that stress in my life. Why? Yeah. So I'd stick to the silly things. But I have a half hour on Netflix if people want to see uh, my stand, more of my stand-up. What is your half hour called? Uh, it's called the – they had a series called The Stand-Ups. Uh, there's now been two seasons, but I'm on the first season. Oh, good. All right. So if you want to see a more – like uh, it's, 30, it's 30 whole minutes. If you want to see more of my comedy, that's a good – Good one to look at. All right, I'll season one of the stand-ups, it. folks, on Netflix. Yeah. I will, I will, I'll watch it. Please I'm going to watch it. I'm scared. I'm going to watch it. Please do, and hopefully there will be an hour special at some point somewhere awesome. that you can watch. I want to see that. Yeah. I'll just watch that 30-minute one twice. Do it. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> uh, Gary. Yes. Where can people find you? I have my card. Media? I have All my right. card okay. in front of me. Great. Instagram, Gary mm-hmm. Anthony Williams. Twitter, Gary A. Williams. It's, Elliot so, it's so efficient now. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, it's simple. Yeah. Elliot, where can they find you on the you internet? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Elliot Blake. E-L- uh, how do I spell that? E-L-L-I-O-T-B-L-A-K-E. If you want to follow the show, you can follow the show on Twitter at Gary and Elliot. On Instagram at DayDrinkingWithGary and Elliot. On the web, DayDrinkingWithGaryAndElliot.SimpleCast.FM. You can email us. I had to take a breath there. You needed to. to, Yeah, it was just there was so much. There was so many things. Emotionally, emotionally, I said a lot. I'm, I'm okay now. Uh, You can email us. Daydrinking with Gary and Elliot at gmail.com. Uh, if you like the sound of today's drink, uh, look for it, uh, the recipe in the uh, show notes and on Instagram. But you can also get a lot of drinks like that in my book, Create 100 Cocktails, a home bar guy's deep dive into the art of cocktail creation, available in print on Amazon.com. And if you're a PDF lover, you can find that on Gumroad. Um, and uh, if you have enjoyed the show, here's two things that you can do. One, Hit that subscribe button. Hit it hard, but not so hard that you crack the screen of whatever device that you're listening uh, on it to. Uh, but but hit it. Hit it. Um, mm-hmm. Make sure that your friends, if they're listening to the show, make sure that they subscribe. So I guess that's two things. That's two. So I guess that's two. But that's I, two. You know what, I'm going to add a third. Oh, you are? I am going to add a third. Okay. You can also give us a lovely review uh, on uh, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, wherever you're listening to the show. Uh, and, uh, you know, give us a star rating. Uh, five stars is great. Those kinds of things help us find more listeners. And we love doing this show for you. So uh, do us a solid and, and uh, help us keep doing it. Thank you, Ella. You've said you've said everything <laughs> and more. I, I did, didn't I? Um, please, guys, look up Fortune. Oh yeah. Look her up. Now no I see how many people follow you. Those guys already know you. They don't need to look you up. Look look me up anyway. Yeah, yeah. Even <laughs> if you know exactly who she is, look her up. And also we're gonna include this time, we've never done this before, hmm. your home address. Oh no. Oh, don't oh yeah. Look that no, 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 no. <laughs> look up no, these drink recipes. No, no, we're said. gonna put it on Instagram. <laughs> we're gonna put it on Instagram. All right, fine. So people can come and see you. All right, fine. You know, just yeah, look at your you. house. Yeah. That's yeah. that's fine. Uh seriously, look her up. I dare you to not laugh. Funny, funny, genuinely funny. 
Thank you. Fortune, look thank up you. And get Elliot's book, yes. you guys. Stat. Thank get you. it stat. <laughs> get it stat, y'all. Uh, <laughs> thank you for thank being you. here. Elliot. Gary. Thank you for being here. Thank you for being Gary, here. Gary. Yep. Thank me for being here. Ladies and gentlemen, after you laugh with Fortune Feimster and sip on your cocktail with <laughs> Elliot Blake, if you decide to have another cocktail and you're going to do a little bit of day drinking, remember to do so responsibly. responsibly.